Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. And today we're in the world of new business and technology with my good friend, Ray Wu, who is the CEO of a really cool startup called Wind Ray. It's awesome having you on the podcast. I'm glad to be here, Justin. Dude, it's awesome. I can't wait to dive into this. So for those that don't know Ray, he's got an incredible background. Um, you know, Spent time with McKinsey in the consulting world, spent time in the startup space with Silver Lake, um, MIT grad, double E. Ray, how did you decide to go from those companies to starting this company called Wind? Yeah, uh, it has been a, a journey. Uh, when I was... Uh, Going to MIT and studying engineering, I always wanted to make things. I wanted to uh, build products and use my engineering skills. Sure. Uh, at the same time, I was very interested in business, and I had started a couple companies at MIT. And I swore to myself that one day I was going to uh, actually just focus on that um, full time. Uh, but I did, as you mentioned, uh, go into the business world working for other people for a while. Uh, <laughs> sure. I'm at McKinsey. Um, that's consulting for a lot of big companies. Um, I learned a lot during that time. Um, and then I moved to uh, investing where I uh, learned about a um, little bit more on the financial side, as well as very deep into the tech world. Silver Lake is a, a technology investment Absolutely. company. Absolutely. One of the best out there, right? I mean, one of the top ones it, out there. Yeah, it definitely makes a lot of uh, big moves. Um, and, and I loved all my colleagues there and, and learned a lot from, from them. Um, but after I think it was probably seven, eight years um, in those two corporate worlds, uh, I, I, I went back to kind of my college self and I said, you know, when am I going to start my own company? When am I going to actually take that jump? And um, I ended up just making the leap in 2014. Um, everything was going well, but I just wanted to uh, do it at some point. And it felt like I was, I was actually close to turning 30 and I just needed to make to actually make that jump, so I did. I did that. Uh, and there's so many people listening that have either done it and are nodding their head, or haven't done it and are like wishing they had or thinking about it. So I I just love these stories. So you start Wind Technologies, and it's W Y N D, and I think this is pretty cool. Your mission is to enable clean air environments for people around the world. So how did you decide this is going to be the space to dive into? And like, how did you know the market, and or did you learn the market? You know, how did that all get started? Yeah. So um, just to take a step back in my in my background, I, I was actually born in China, uh, and um, if 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 you if you've watched kind of in the, the economies there grow, um, it's been growing really fast for decades. But also the environment has um, worsened a lot. Um, you know, they burn coal. There's a lot of traffic. Um, their environmental regulations there aren't as good, um, and the pollution has gone uh, really bad um, to the point where every breath you take is um, taking some time off of your, your life. Um, I have a lot of relatives living in Beijing, uh, then and now. Um, and it was always on, it was always on my mind. And if you look at the whole market, there's 1.6 billion people who are affected by poor air quality. And, um, you know, I, I currently, uh, live in Northern California in the Bay area and we've had, um, you know, these wildfires recently that have affected the entire population. Um, for a few weeks, uh, the San Francisco Bay area was the worst air quality in the entire um, which, uh, you know, everyone was worried for their own well-being and also for those of the most vulnerable, which is the, you know, the youngest and, and the oldest and the ill. 
Um, so, so we saw it pers- firsthand everywhere around the world. Uh, and on top of that, what we learned over time is, you know, air quality is more than just pollution. It's also things like allergies and germs and mold spores. And so um, we created the company initially because we wanted to solve a problem that we saw with our own you know, relatives and families, but it's become a much larger issue than that. Um, and, and we're glad we can try to make you know some sort of an impact on people's health. That's just really cool. Well, and your first product is a portable air quality system that maintains a clean personal airspace and also monitors air quality. So how did you already know that was probably going to be the first product? Or how did you get to a, a place where you knew that was going to be the, the actual first product out the door? Yeah. So we basically um, started off with an idea like, what if you could be wherever... And, uh, and, and, and have a clean air environment? What if you could create a bubble of clean air wherever you go? Um, and, and, the, and the customer um, that we were designing for actually was a baby. Um, not many people know, know this part of our story, but um, my co-founder just had a, had a child and she was um, uh, allergic to a lot of things. And when she was brought, um, brought by her parents to China to, to visit um, relatives, um, because of the pollution, she, um, she suffered quite a lot. And we wanted to um, have the ability for him to provide his own daughter, his infant daughter, with um, a tool to make her healthy wherever she goes, even if it's inside her um, her stroller. Um, so it had to be small, it had to be portable, but yet it had to work effectively. Um, it had to actually clean um, on the go. And so um, we started making prototypes. We we did kind of the you know MIT engineering thing. We just <laughs> used three D printers. We sure, of course. And made we handmade fifty of these. Wow. And we gave them out to people. Um, many of them were parents. Um, some of them were just using it for themselves. And we realized, well, you know, that there could be you know a much larger market than just um, going after let's say strollers or, or infants. Um, and so it became a more general purpose device for everybody. Um, to just you know be 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 free of any any um, any issues with their environment and and go about their day basically and and not worry about you know these issues. Plus, you probably got some good feedback, right? So those first fifty handmade, you're getting feedback, you're getting advice, input from people that have them. What's working? What's not? Right? You can refine your design. Yeah, absolutely. We we got a lot of feedback on on design, on um, features they they want to see, on on issues that they saw with the current product. One of the major things was. Um, people told us they didn't they didn't really know when to use it. They didn't know um, <laughs> what the air quality actually was at the time, right? Because air, for the most part, is invisible. Right. And right, so right. Um, what that told us was, you know, it needed to be more than just an air purifier. Sure. Um, they, they wanted to monitor the air quality as well. Uh, and so um, on, on top of making a purifier, we got pretty deep into how do we do air quality sensing um, to the point where we basically invented our own air quality sensor. Um, we didn't want to use anything on the market because um, they were either too expensive or not accurate. Um, and uh, fortunately, some folks on my team, um, we have uh, you know, sensor experience. And so over two years, we've invented our own. And that's what, that, that's what, uh, that's what is in the product today. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Well, and you know, another thing that you chose to do as part of your product development process was to leverage Kickstarter. And, you know, I've had other guests on that have, have done Kickstarter campaigns, but I, I don't think I've ever asked this question. How do you decide when to do a when to, to launch a Kickstarter campaign or not? You know what I mean? As a product yeah, developer. Yeah. yeah I, you know, um, we came from um, the, we call it the kind of the corporate world. And some of us were, were students, you know, grad students and whatnot. So we had, we had no idea how to launch products. Um, 
And we've heard of Kickstarter. This is back in 2016. We've heard of Kickstarter. We've, some of us have even, you know, pledged and pre-ordered stuff on Kickstarter, but we didn't know how to run a campaign. We didn't know if it was better <laughs> right. to do that right. or, or another crowdfunding platform or right. maybe do it on our own website or just don't do pre-orders at all and just, you know, wait till we um, have everything all manufactured and then announce the world that it's ready for sale. Uh, the thing we liked about crowdfunding and, and Kickstarter as well is that, um, there are people willing to uh, kind of go through that journey with you to give you feedback, to um, give you support, both financially as well as through their feedback and through their um, kind of call it um, like advice uh, and building. input, right? Community, they, exactly. Yeah, they, product feedback, exactly, yep. exactly. And, and and they bring a lot of other people if they like the product. They'll bring a lot of other people, whether it's their friends, family, their network, um, into that community. Um, we we liked all that and. Um, it's very hard to build. Um, it's very hard to build a product, firstly, but it's also very hard, maybe just as hard to to build a following and to build a group of people who are passionate, as passionate as you are about the, right the about product. the idea. And, no question. Yeah, and I and I would say these platforms provide um, provide that community. There are pe- these people are always on the lookout for you know something new, something that um, needs to exist, and. Um, when we launched on Kickstarter, we had our fingers crossed. We, we had no idea whether it was going to um, do well. Um, you can <laughs> <Dude>. never guarantee <laughs> that. Let me just say, you launched and the resulting campaign's the biggest air quality project ever on a crowdfunding b- platform. That's amazing. Yeah. And um, we've got a lot of questions on you know, you know how we did it or why. I, I think first and foremost, I mean, we're, we're just really thankful for everyone who came out and supported us and, and wanted this product to exist. Um, but, but I think, um, we were authentic. We, we just tried to, um, you know, um, share, uh, all the, the story behind the, you know, um, how the project was made, why it's important for them. Um, I think we, we try to communicate that, uh, in a very clear manner. Um, and, you know, we were very responsive to everyone's questions. Um, I think I just sat behind a computer for one month and just, Every hour, we would be answering things from people in real time. Um, There's a lot of little things um, that that I think we just tried to execute um, decently well that that, that made it stand out. Sure. Well, it's it's an amazing story. And talk to us about what the Wind Halo is and the Wind Home Purifier, just for those that aren't aware. Sure. Yeah. So so in 2016, we launched our first project, which is that portable smart air purifier. Um, What we realized is... um, uh, that, uh, you know, it, it takes care of your personal space, three meters or three feet around the device. But, um, there's a, there's a gap in that. Some people wanted, um, to, to improve their entire home, uh, or office, but large spaces. Right. And so, um, so we spent, uh, over a year and a half developing what we now call wind halo and wind home purifier. Uh, and, it's a uh, one device. The Win Halo is the monitor. It, it it adds a lot more different types of monitoring to the original product. Um, it's a ten in one monitor for both health and comfort metrics. Everything from air pollution to odors to chemicals to uh, comfort metrics like temperature, humidity, uh, carbon dioxide, um, even even light and noise. Right. And so so we monitor those things, but we realized you know like our our design philosophy um, is that what you monitor, you should try to also automatically improve. So if I, if, if when Halo says you have a problem with, you know, let's say air pollution and it's these particulates that are coming from, you know, traffic, let's say, well, 
well, you got to have a way for the, the user to um, um, have it get better. Um, so these solutions, which includes the second product, the home purifier, um, they, they work in tandem. So the home purifier is uh, a version of um, air purification that's very powerful. It's not portable. It's not as portable, but it's very powerful. And, and uh, it can clean a 1,200 square foot space in 30 minutes, which is um, quite fast. Um, it's actually the fastest it's in its uh, price category. Um, and it works in tandem with the wind halo to uh, maintain a good environment. Um, so, you know, we launched that three weeks ago and, and it's, um, it's received fantastic support. I think, I think what you, what we try to do is, is build on top of what we've done already. So a lot of people who you know, came out and supported the first campaign are back. I see a lot of familiar faces, um, who are asking questions and, and supporting, um, I even recognize their screen names on a oh, on the Kickstarter sure. campaign. Yeah. Um. So so it's uh, it's great to you know have a lot of people back and, and a lot of new ones and a lot of new um you know friends as, as well uh, in our community. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. I was looking at uh, your device and looking at some of the pictures and videos and and whatnot. It kind of reminds me of some of the other types of things that are being developed for the smart home, right? I mean, kind of like your Nest thermostat or, or whatnot. And what's cool about this is it's so you can take it with you around your home. I think that's really pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we want people to think of the Wind Halo as as this health hub for your home, whereas, you know, Nest might be, you know, energy savings and, um, and temperature, and there might be another device for your security. Um, we, we, we want Halo to be that, that um, device that can tell you whether your home is healthy. And, and if it's not, it can automatically direct, um, you know, other devices that you might have to, uh, to, to, to make it healthy. That's interesting. And yeah, I was looking at some of the sensors, things that I don't even know, right? VOCs. I mean, I, you know, CO2, I get temperature, humidity, but what, what's a VOC? Yeah. So VOC stands for <laughs> volatile organic compound. Yeah. There, there's a lot of these. Right. PM10, PM. I mean, like interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so VOC stands for volatile organic compound. It actually describes a, a full subset of potential pollutants um, that could um, range from things like uh, formaldehyde, uh, which is from things like paints and new furniture, some types of floorboards, um, to things like benzene, which is actually a carcinogenic uh, compound um, from, from chemicals as well, or, or even um, odors, right? And so, um, so you, you don't want too many VOCs um, in your house. And the home purifier has a carbon layer, which will absorb that. And, and as you know, we, we adjust the airflow level, it can clean it faster if, if it detects um, some issues. Um, PM stands for particulate um, uh, matter, which is um, basically, you can think of it as dust, but the dust is of different sizes. So when you say PM 2.5, it's particulate matter uh, smaller than two and a half microns and diameter. Um, and that's important because the smaller the dust is, um, the deeper it penetrates into your lungs and the dust sometimes isn't very good for you. It could be things like, um, heavy metals. It could be uh, black carbon, um, you know, like the cold dust. Um, and that can cause a lot of short-term and long-term issues. Yeah. I think you're like ahead of the market even on this. Like, I mean, this is something that's becoming more and more important to people. And I just could totally see this being something that only becomes more important as the, the challenge of clean air grows. Right. I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, um, you know, air again, going back to, you know, air is invisible, right? But we, we don't, we don't know what we're breathing. Um, and, and, and actually, you know, what we want to do at wind is we, we don't want you to worry too much about that as long as, as long as we can take care of that for you. Right. So, so it's, 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 
it's only half of the solution if we tell you that there's some issue. We want to take care of it as well. And so ideally, um, you know, when we, we basically, you know, our, our, our emotional kind of philosophy on product design is um, we want our products to allow you to be at your best, um, whatever you want to do. You know, whether you want to learn things, you want to read, you want to, you want to play, you want to, you want to sleep better. Um, while we take care of all the underlying kind of, um, foundational things around your environment. So, so you can, you know, be at your best. And, and if that means you don't have to even look at your phone, if you don't have to tweak any, anything, we just adjust it, then we've done our job. You know, so that's kind of how we think about it. I could see that. Yeah. And if you do the win VIP, uh, you get lunch with this team in Sunnyvale. And the coffee table <laughs> book. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> cool. It's funny. The the coffee we did we did the VAP um, product uh, last time. Yeah. Um, and uh, that coffee table book took a long time. Um, I bet <laughs> of all <make>. the things <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't think, right? Yeah, yeah. That wow. that that thing was it was like watercolor and oh everything. Um, yeah, but. Hopefully people enjoyed it. Like, the yeah. people who pledged it last time. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, I mean, with any new company, there's you know you've been around this space for a while, even before you started your business. But you know, there's the the highs and lows and things, the challenges. What would be one or two of the biggest challenges you've you've faced, uh, maybe over the last four four years or so, as you've gotten uh, wind off the ground? There's a lot. I mean, <laughs> um, I, I I think probably the biggest challenge um, was just figuring out how to make things. You know, um, right. Go from we, an idea we, we, to actually have a yeah product. Yeah, it, yep. it's one thing to learn how to you know design something and, and maybe prototype you know one or two products. Um, you know, if there's 3D printers out there, you could you could probably you know ask a, a, a third party service to kind of put something together. But it's another thing to make five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand units. Right. Um, we didn't know how to do that in the beginning. And it took a lot of lessons on, uh, and we've made a lot of mistakes as well. Probably, you know, had to do many things multiple times um, to get it right. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example, you know, with, with tooling, right? So um, <laughs> to, yep. tooling is the, uh, the big steel uh, uh, casts that, that basically are used to make um, uh, plastics. Um, they are super heavy. They're very, very expensive. Um, we probably, uh, spent two times or three times more than we needed to on, on tooling just because we, we just didn't know how to kind well, of design know what you don't in know. the beginning. Right? You, know? you just don't know what yeah, you don't know. It, it, it's a special skill set that no, they don't teach you in school. Um, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know, everything from draft angles to, you know, just making sure you can, from an engineering perspective, lock down your designs early. Any type of change later on the process adds cost and time. So, you know, we, we definitely learn a lot. And I'm sure we'll still continue to learn a lot on this journey. Um, but but it's, uh, it's, it's rewarding too, I would say. You know, it's almost like going to school, but, but you're, you're doing it for yourself. And, and um, you know, hopefully it, it actually ends up being, um, you know, good, good impact for all your customers. Sure. Well, I mean, you're doing what you're passionate about. You've got a product here that is a difference maker. It's a, you know, it's something that people want to buy and need. That's not, it's unique in the market. It's pretty exciting. Well, right. Where can our listeners find you? How can they engage with you? How can they check out your Kickstarter, et cetera? Yeah, they can, uh, they can go on to Kickstarter and just type in WYND. Um, and they can find out about, um, our, our uh, current product, or they can just go to our website. Our website is H E L L O hello. And then W Y N B <laughs> wind, so hello wind.com. That's our, that's our main website. And if you type in backslash 
wind halo, uh, W-Y-N-D-H-A-L-O, it can also lead you to the um, to the campaign we're launching a Kickstarter where, um, you know, there's still some early bird discounts uh, for pre-orders right now. Um, and then for our existing products, you can you can find it actually on Amazon as well as our, uh, our as well as our website. Yeah, you can buy on Shopify side there. That's great. Uh, well, Ray, Ray, this has been an awesome conversation. I'm so excited and interested to see where this goes, and uh, can't wait to follow your business. And um, I just really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Justin. It's been a wonderful experience being on this podcast, uh, and uh, thanks for having me. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.